This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. Today is Thursday, October 27th. Coming up, the 35th Kansas House of Representatives District has been a Democratic stronghold for over 30 years. Now, a Republican candidate believes his community in Kansas City, Kansas, is ready for GOP representation. Most people who claim to be Democrats are honestly Republicans, if you look at what those core beliefs are. Plus, Charles Wheeler was mayor of Kansas City during what many consider as one of the city's golden eras. Wheeler, who died on Tuesday night at age 96, also helped guide fellow Missouri leaders like Jolie Justice. The big thing that Senator Wheeler always said to me was um, just to to really speak my mind, to uh, not be quiet. And um, the other thing that he really was always adamant about was just making sure that you are the smartest person in the room. And he he always, I think, was the smartest person in the room. But first, some headlines. Prosecutors are recommending a four-year prison sentence for former Kansas City Chiefs assistant coach Britt Reed, who's the son of head coach Andy Reed. Britt Reed pleaded guilty last month to a felony drunk driving charge. Greg Eklin has more for KCUR. In a memorandum filed with the court this week, Jackson County Prosecutor Brady Twenner cited the case of Devon Powell Terrell, who was driving while intoxicated four years ago and was involved in an accident that resulted in a permanent brain injury to a seven-year-old child. Powell Terrell was sentenced to four years in prison. Reed's defense attorney, J.R. Hobbs, is asking that he be given probation, citing his remorse and his acknowledgement that he was criminally negligent. Reed was driving a pickup while under the influence of alcohol. The vehicle slammed into a car on an I-435 ramp, resulting in a traumatic brain injury to Ariel Young, who was then five years old. A new public opinion survey of Kansas residents shows widespread concerns about school safety. According to the Kansas Speak survey from Fort Hayes State University, about two-thirds of Kansas adults said they think schools are safe and secure. Terry Moses is director of safety for the state's largest district in Wichita. She says reports of school shootings and other violence elsewhere make people nervous about their own schools. Unfortunately, the number of school shootings continue to rise, but then we continue to do more to ensure that our buildings are safe. The Kansas Speak survey also asked about parental oversight in schools. Less than half of Kansas adults said parents have the right amount of influence on public education. Voters in Kansas House District 35 in northeast Kansas City, Kansas, will send a new representative to the state legislature for the first time in nearly three decades. They'll choose between two newcomers to Topeka. One is a Republican teacher, the other is a Democratic community activist. KCUR's Zach Perez has more. Drive down Quindaro Boulevard through KCK, one of the main streets in Kansas House District 35, and you'll see a series of dilapidated storefronts and small single-family homes. The roads and sidewalks are chipped from going years without maintenance, and signs for businesses that have long since closed dot the streets. It's a picture of a district that has been plagued by income inequality and a lack of economic development for decades. For many in the district, the change they've been asking for has been slow to come. Now, however, one distinct change is coming to District 35. Democrat Broderick Henderson announced his retirement earlier this year, meaning for the first time in 28 years, voters will have a new face representing them in Topeka. But their choice will do more than just get them a new representative. It will show if their district's long-running support of the Democratic Party has waned in the face of its inability to produce results. 
No matter which party wins in November, both candidates agree more needs to be done for District 35. You know, I'm a, a resident of District 35, and I just have not cared for what's taking place. And our area is in such a uh, crisis. What we need to consider focusing on are solutions. That was Republican Sam Stilwell and Democrat Marvin Robinson II. They are the two men running to fill Henderson's seat. Stilwell is a special education teacher with more than 24 years' experience working in schools around the Kansas City metro. He's also involved with the Republican Party as a precinct chair. Robinson is a Navy veteran and community activist who has championed efforts to preserve the Quindaro ruins and cemetery. He is also Broderick Henderson's first cousin. While both candidates are focusing on similar issues, like lowering taxes and improving education options, their campaigns have looked drastically different. Stilwell says he's been planning to run since 2020. His decision to run stems from a dissatisfaction with what Henderson has been able to accomplish during his nearly three decades in office, especially when it comes to bringing new business to the area. I looked at District 35 and the development just did not seem to exist. There's a little bit, not enough to matter, though. We can do better. During visits to candidate forums and regular door-knocking sessions around the district, Stilwell has focused on what he believes are the three biggest issues to voters in his district. Fighting crime, lowering taxes, and expanding education options. One of the biggest things he's trying to show in these conversations with voters is that despite living in a Democratic stronghold, they may have more in common with him than they think. You know, I get a lot of, you're Republican, I'm not going to vote for you. And then 30 seconds into the conversation, we're uh, bonding in our ideas of what we want for our community. Stilwell firmly believes that in order to get District 35 the support it needs, voters need to send a Republican to Topeka to work with the House majority. Robinson, on the other hand, doesn't think party affiliation should determine who's best for the job. He says it should be about experience working in the community. My work and the people I have collaborated with, we have a portfolio, a proven track record of having already accomplished that, and we need to build upon it. Robinson only decided to run for the seat in May of this year after failing to find someone in the community willing to run for the seat. Since then, he's led a very sparse campaign, mainly sending out yard signs for voters to display around the district. He says his ability to campaign has been hurt by his heavy involvement in multiple community projects supported by different state and federal agencies, which cannot be associated with political campaigns. Despite the challenges these projects have presented to his campaign, he says he believes voters will still see what he has done for the district. The conclusion that I have come to is that I would pick the projects that I have been involved with for these many seasons and years over being there just in Topeka. While both candidates say their ability to fix issues within the district is what will win them the election, the party they belong to may still end up being the deciding factor. Due to the district's strong Democratic lean, the retiring Henderson ran unopposed in nearly every election for the last 20 years. The two times he did face a Republican challenger, he won with over 80% of the vote, with the most recent victory coming in 2020. Now, after two short years and with two fresh faces running in the district, voters must decide if they will stay with the Democrats or take a chance on Republican leadership. For KCUR 89.3, I'm Zach Perez. Kansas City has lost a mayor who served during one of the city's golden eras. Dr. Charles Wheeler died Tuesday night at age 96. KCUR's Alex Smith has this remembrance. It's a winter of eager anticipation for royal fans, players, and officials as they anxiously await the opening of the ultra-modern Harry S. Truman Sports Complex on Kansas City's east side. The stadium ought to be one of a kind.
In the early 1970s, Kansas City was changing. A 1971 video shows a preview of the new baseball stadium, which would soon open. At the time, lots of Kansas City residents had moved to the suburbs, and the trolley system had been decommissioned. And a newly elected 44-year-old mayor named Charles Wheeler found the city eager for new development. Hallelujah was my attitude. I walked in and uh, we got a lot done. That's Wheeler in a 2019 interview with KCUR. In the following decade, Kansas City saw the opening of the two big stadiums, Kemper Arena, Bartle Hall, the Kansas City International Airport, Crown Center, and Worlds of Fun. Charles Wheeler was born in Kansas City on August 10, 1926, and graduated from Westport High School in 1942. He earned his medical degree from KU and served as a flight surgeon in the Air Force during the Korean War. He earned a law degree from UMKC in the late 50s, studying at night. He was elected as judge of the Western District of Jackson County in 1967, but he was defeated four years later in the primary race for presiding judge by fellow Democrat George Lair. Wheeler would face many Election Day defeats during his career, but he said these didn't discourage him. Anybody who dabbles in politics walks away most of the time because it's such hard work. I personally thrive on that, and I loved it. Among his accomplishments as mayor, Wheeler said he was most proud of the development of the Hospital Hill UMKC Medical School campus and attracting the Republican National Convention to Kansas City in 1976. Wheeler was defeated in his attempt to seek a third term, but he returned to public office two decades later. He was elected to Missouri's 10th District Senate seat in 2003. Former Kansas City Councilwoman Jolie Justice, who succeeded Wheeler in the Senate seat, says he was passionate about representing Kansas City, and he helped her find the confidence to do the same. The big thing that Senator Wheeler always said to me was um, just to, to really speak my mind, to uh, not be quiet. And um, the other thing that he really was always adamant about was just making sure that um, you are the smartest person in the room. And he, he always, I think, was the smartest person in the room. Mike Burke, a Kansas City lawyer who also served on the city council and ran against Wheeler in the race for mayor in 2011, says Wheeler infused everything he did with humor, intelligence, and a love for his hometown. He loved devoting his lifetime to public service. But he, he truly was a man for all seasons because he, he had a very inquisitive mind and it was uh, always searching for, uh, for something new and exciting. That interest in public service never faded. When KCUR spoke to Wheeler in 2019, the non said he was once again plotting his return to office. For KCUR 89.3, I'm Alex Smith. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. This podcast is produced by Byron Love, Trevor Grandin, and KCUR Studios. It's edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. You can read our obituary for Charles Wheeler and Zach's story about Kansas House District 35 at kcur.org, where you can find more of our coverage of the upcoming midterm elections. Tomorrow, we'll take a look at two more state house races, one in Kansas and another in Missouri. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you soon.
You don't have to travel far to discover something new. KCUR's Creative Adventure email can help. Our weekly adventures will help you discover new ways to explore the Kansas City region. Join the adventure and subscribe at kcur.org adventure.